millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. What's up, people? This is DJ. Hey, mi gente. This is Ish. And, and this, this is Season, season two, 2 of Pero Let, Let Me Tell You. you. dessert there's no cut of beef or of meat that i prefer over flan like a good flan like a creamy creations flan or like this it is my favorite thing to eat in like the existence of life so is that what you would ask santa claus for christmas just a, a big yummy flan yeah that's how he's gonna bring that down the chimney i don't know but well in a little container you know mm. un plastiquito well, I guess that's a great way to start our Christmas episode. Yay. Our Christmas extravaganza. Happy holidays. I'm sorry? What? I forgot. What episode are we on? We're in 93. Welcome to episode, episode 93. 93. Why have I been so bad remembering the episodes you really recently? Have. And it's like toward the end of the year. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Probably because I'm thinking of taxes coming up or some shit like that. But let's not talk about then that. Why now. don't you think they're all 1044? <laughs> Welcome everybody. Christmas is here. Christmas is here. Now, before we start the episode, we kind of have to make a little confession. What? Well, last week we had said that this week's episode was going to have lots of guests and it was a whole yeah. celebration and and everything. And we did have the celebration and we, did, and we, and we had the guests. It. It's just, uh, you know, technical difficulties are what they are. Yeah. So as of right now... I, this is our Christmas this episode. This is the Christmas episode. That episode is like the lost episode. Mm-hmm. Um, if we we're get, still trying to make it work. If we, if we get the technical difficulties fixed before Christmas... You will get a Christmas present. Or, or if not, if we get it fixed later, we could have like Christmas in July. Exactly. We'll figure <laughs> like it come out. Come July sure. of next year, we'll give ourselves a week off. We'll be like, hey, everybody, remember that <laughs> lost Christmas episode? Here you go. No, but it's a shame because... We were with um, uh, the Geek Bro Network. We yeah. were with Dar- Darwin from Fresh or Fresh. It was like a big group of us. Yeah, we had, I mean, we were eating, we were drinking. It was around, literally round table because we were around your Right, table. and the problem with being a round table is that there were multiple microphones and multiple soundboards yes. that were not completely in sync. <laughs> exactly. So 
because they weren't in sync, we for right now have to say bye 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 to post. Yeah, bye bye bye. You know, um, so. <laughs> but we'll see. I, I have faith that we can make it happen. But you know, for those of you who were tuning in this week, expecting like, oh, and if you get to fix it, it's gonna be me who brings right. you that new episode. <laughs> Otherwise, the episode's going to be gone. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, I'm driving myself crazy. <laughs> and it's tearing up my heart over the fact that we can have this new episode out. <laughs> but, you know what? Uh, I love, actually, let me tell you something. Sync's Christmas song, uh-huh. I actually, it's one of oh, my Merry favorite Christmas, Christmas songs. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. Hey, how does it go? We're gonna we're gonna go and spread the feeling. We're gonna take it down from, from the, the floor, floor to the, the ceiling. ceiling. Yeah. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Again, uh, anytime you got Christmas with Gary Coleman, I'm in. Yeah, that's a great song. Actually, I've been listening to, to it a lot. So, actually, speaking of Christmas music, we have to talk about Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. Can't we just talk about "Hark the Herald Angels Sing" by Mariah? Okay, we can talk about that too. Okay. But <laughs> as Let's we sit different. here. That song is number three on Billboard. It is right. the it is the earliest that it's it's the earliest p- peak position of the song. It's never been this high. Oh, this close to number one. This close to number one. This early. So oh. there is a good chance that that song can be number one, and, and if she it reclaim does, her her record. Well, her record's not broken yet on the number ones. No. No. She has 18 number one. She has a most of a solo artist. The only one that I has... Thought, I thought this guy had broken her record. No, he broke broke the longest number one song. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Not but the she, most number one. No, okay, she has 18 number one. She's a most uh, of a solo artist. artist. Mm-hmm. Only the Beatles have more. The Beatles have, I believe, 21 or 22. So if All I Want for Christmas goes to number one, it will be her 19th number one. It will be the first Christmas song... It will be the second Christmas song ever to go to number one. The first being the oh, Chipmunks. So, so this never went to number one. This no, song, no, because a... because what happened was that all I want for, all I want for Christmas is you. When it came out in 1994, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't released as a proper single. There there was no single for it here in the really? U.S. It wasn't no. a single. No, it, because it was a Christmas album, and um, oh. there was a European single, but there was not like a regular single. And really, you know, that song was popular, but what made the song kind of gave it a second life was uh, the movie Love Actually. Love Actually. And then from there, it kind of became a phenomenon, the, the song. And then it, it got bigger. Standard, really. It became bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger each year. So hmm. cross your fingers because I really, really, really want that song to go to number one. <laughs> Which is actually, that's not my favorite song of hers. My favorite Christmas song of hers. Which is? Uh, it's actually a really depressing song. It's called Miss You Most at Christmas Time. Oh, that song's beautiful. But th- yeah. that's her song? Or that's is that her song. Remake? All her songs, the, the songs on her Christmas album, except for the obvious. Right, right, right. The Christmas you know, songs, right, right. Christmas standards are all written by her. All I Want for Christmas oh, really? is You was written by her. Miss You Most at Christmas Time was written by her. Oh, Santa was written by her exclusively. Oh, wow. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I don't so. Miss You Most at Christmas sounds to me like that, um, that song that Bon Jovi sings. That I, you know, the, the, the one with Cindy Crawford in the video. Yes, like to me, I get baby. I think that's baby. Please come home for come Christmas home, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, so that's probably why I always think maybe. So she yeah, is. so 2019, y'all, the year is ending, and 2020 is around the corner. El año de Barbara Walters. Q in Barbara Walters. <laughs> is Hugh this down is still 2020. Alive? Uh, I haven't heard he died, so that would be okay. a yes. So that's probably so. You know, I thought. 
which is what we tried to do with the Mamas and Merlot, um, and with Darwin and all these people, is that we tried to talk about like our Christmas traditions. Yeah. So I thought this would be like a great episode to talk about our Christmas traditions, since you know, there's so many of them. Today, actually, I was at Home Depot, and okay. I found it really funny, and I'm gonna post going to it on Depot. our Instagram. Oh, I love Home Depot. I oh, Home totally Depot love Home Depot and Lowe's. Um, they sell cajachinas at Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Well, of course they do. And wait, wait, wait! But it gets even <laughs> We're better. We're in Miami. Do where you else know they where sell? else they sell cajachinas? Okay, give me a second. Give me a second. Because it's going to be. Is You're it somewhere that it. I'm? You're not going to guess it. Navarro. You're close. CVS at CVS. Yes. They sell cajachinas <laughs> at CVS. I wonder how much, how many coupons you get for buying a cajachina. <laughs> how many points you get? <laughs> or, or like you know, if you don't use, you can no, you can use it. As kindling for yes, the hot no, but, I, but I wonder, like, you know when you have that 30% coupon for CVS, it's like, can I use this for my cajachina? Or does it, do it exclusions apply? So. I'm just picturing you buy the cajachina and that register just keeps printing paper. And printing paper, coupons printing and printing paper. coupons and printing yeah. coupons. So, I, I, I would love our <laughs> listeners to weigh in on the whole cajachina thing. Because you and I have had this discussion yes, before, yes. and we have a very different opinion on it. Yes, we do. Growing up, and we, like every nice Cuban family, right. we used to do a lechon every single year. My Absolute, uncle absolutely. W- what did a lechon, and he still does. Mm-hmm. But the cajachina, from my recollection, mm-hmm. the 80s, when I was a kid, we used to do the lechon... Bueno, in my house, because, you know, we live in suburban Kendall. Right, 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 um, right. You know, my uncle... There's only so much space. My uncle built with the bloque. Uh-huh. He built, like, a little pit. Okay. And then he would put the, the el carbón or uh-huh. whatever, the pork, and then um, hoja de plátano. Okay. And then they would switch it, you know, change it around during the year, uh, during the day. Um, during the year? When you're during the day. And I, I always found really interesting that... All these viejo, todo viejo cubano that, you know, st- put on the pig at like six in the morning, you know. Well, you got to do that to get a low fire going. So yeah, that, no, no, but para que no se te seque. Right, but, but a, a very big, especially Cuban male thing, if yeah. you're older, is to sit around the pig and drink beer. Yeah, and, and then by the end of the day, está borracho, yeah. you smell like... You know, roasted cabong. pig. No, you, not, sp- you don't even smell like pig. You smell like cabong. cabong. Like charcoal. You're like all greasy and shit. And, you know, it's like <laughs> Noche Buena. And then everybody's like in their Sunday best. <laughs> but anyway, but we didn't have a cajachina until the 90s. And my uncle, I think, used a cajachina only a couple of years because he didn't like how like a cajachina cooks the, the the pig. Right. And then he built another pit, which is the one we currently use. But I know that you say that so, From okay. your earliest recollection, your grandfather always used a cajachina. So here's the thing. I think we're getting caught up in in semantics. Mm. Because my grandfather, actually, he built a permanent pit mm-hmm. in La Casa de Mi Abuelo, which is probably not there anymore. And they called it the a cajachina. And they called it a cajachina. So mm-hmm. we didn't use what we have now, like the cajachina mm-hmm. that you go to the, to CVS right. <laughs> and, 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 and assemble. It was like literally, eso era hecho de, de cemento. Right. It was there year round. Tenía su techito. Mm-hmm. And we would call it the cajachina. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the cajachina that people use today. Mm-hmm. So, okay. we, so we agree. Okay. Right. Because it was used, because the but cook- we called it that. Because the cooking also is different. Because in the pit, in the traditional pit, mm-hmm. the fire um, 
element goes in the bottom, whereas in the Gahachina, the fire no, element is on top. Not in the way my grandfather did it. He used to do it on top? Yeah. So he used to cook it like a fire... Like a Gahachina. Right. Right. No, we do it in the bottom. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, if th- th- that's why, but but the the, the invention of the I mean, you know we should have the, we should have had the makers of the Hachina on our show actually because there's like a Hachina. I, I know somebody who knows the owners of the company of the Hachina. Yeah, you know what I wonder. <laughs> I'm actually gonna go. Let me go right now to Hachina.com. And again, I would love <laughs> for our um, for those of you who for, listen and know Hachina owners or history. I don't know. I, I feel like that should be an exhibit in the Museum of the Cuban Diaspora. <laughs> it's like, like you walk in there's an exhibit on like El Indio Otway oh, Celia Cruz and La Cajachina it's not Cajachina.com it's La Cajachina.com well yeah um yeah. no it doesn't give history it's not called Body they Shop started, it's called they The started, Body Shop they started back in 1985 See, the company itself the comp- they, we got our start in 1985 when our founder was roasting a pig for a backyard barbecue his father commented that he had seen a roasting box in Cuba that would cook the pig and get the skin crispy by half the time by putting the okay. charcoal above instead of underneath okay. our founder immediately started creating a prototype and the cajina was born it, it makes total sense Okay, so in 85 the way of cooking it comes from way before because he's saying, hey, I remember seeing people in right, Cuba. Right, because there were so, probably people in Cuba that used to like cook it that my way. Abuelo. But right. La Caja China, what I know La Caja China, which is that box. Right. right. The wooden box. The wooden box right. with, the again, the heat source on top. Correct. To me, that's something new. Like, I remember when everybody started getting a cajachina, because it is mm-hmm. much easier, because you have the box right yeah, there. You, you can disassemble to, it, too. Right, you don't have yeah, to you you clean know, that shit and you're done, yeah. But that's why, like... It, they in 1985 they started building the prototype so that probably didn't go to market for a few years so in my timeline on my head no you're it, right it, it makes sense I mean because, as far as mass produced cajachinas right that you know you could buy at CVS or at that time Eckerd's <laughs> yeah, Eckerd's you know what I feel like Eckerd's did not have the cajachina <laughs> no no Eckerd's you know was what? too Anglo no you know why CVS has the cajachina because CVS y mas that but you know Navarro. why they bought Navarro yeah so clearly they're in touch so some of my favorite memories of a Buego, yeah. because El Lechon Asado on Nochebuena is a whole production. Of course it is. It's a production. Of course it is. Um, no, no, no. I'm surprised they haven't done. Nobody here. I, we should we should totally, like, a, coin this now. Nobody has done, like, a short play or something on I'm, the production I, of I, El Lechon. I'm, I'm actually working on a musical called Nochebuena, well, and one go. of the numbers is, is, uh, is surrounding... The, the the toasting of the skin of the lechon because yeah. it's a production yeah. <laughs> and like I remember as a kid you know like the day before you would see the slaughtered pig you know with el mojo and you'd be like oh pobrecito I wouldn't no I would always be like poor little pig all I could think of was el pejito the no, skin and nice then, and toasty and then, and then you know in my family, and I'm sure that to a lot of people this happened to, you know, sometimes it'd be like 10 o'clock at night and the pig wasn't done yet. Oh, God. <laughs> That's so, you know, it was so disappointing because obviously the way that they cook it is they do it first upside down so that the right. the open part is exposed and then you're supposed to flip it to get right. the skin toasted right. and do it with salt water and the whole nine yards. But it's so sad when the skin doesn't toast, uh-huh. and they're trying their best, and yeah. there's just no way in hell. Yeah, que eso se va a no, nah, que it's the worst when the the skin is rubbery. Yeah, Ugh. gross. You know, you know, it's funny that I see. Don't... 
Americans don't have this problem with goose. <laughs> <laughs> or turkey, because the traditional, like, true, American... True. The British is the goose, yeah. Is yeah, the goose. yeah. But the traditional American is, like, Thanksgiving. It's yeah. like a... Or a ham. Or a ham. A ham. A ham. Um, which we have ham, too. We just have the whole animal, the ham. Exactly. <laughs> we, we roast the whole ham. <laughs> we roast the whole ham. But, um... You know, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of lechon. Oh, I love I'm not. I do like chicharrón, of course. Who yeah, you love chicharrón. Yeah, I love chicharrón. Like pork hey, lines. Hey, yeah. hey, let's totally say it right here. We were into pork belly before pork belly Never was a done. thing. Never done. Pork belly runs in our blood. <laughs> <laughs> Man, our blood must be so thick. It's got so, pork belly, café con leche, yeah, guayaba. It has, it has pork belly. That trumps <laughs> everything else. Um, I don't really care for lechon but i will tell you that it's one of those things that in, in my family my uncle has always made it lechon that i do want to learn how to do it's not it's but, not but, hard. but i feel that that is very very much part of all cu- our culture you want to make sure you keep that tradition yes going. that is a tradition yeah. and again even though i don't care for lechon i'm to- i'm totally fine having it once a year totally fine but i think that's why i like lechon because i don't have it so often yeah it's a it's a special occasion like i know it's a special occasion when i'm but, having but that it. is a tradition that i would like to keep going because that's very definitive yeah. of who we are and how we were we grew up yeah because so many of our memories as children revolves around that. revolve around yeah. Lechon. yeah and i mean the production well <laughs> growing up it was in my grandfather's house and when they started to get older it moved to my parents house mm-hmm. and then now it's actually at my sister's house mm-hmm. for that exact reason my sister said like i want to do it at so my house so who makes the lechon now so now the lechon is a combination of my sister and my father and my brother-in-law. Oh, okay. Like, basically... I could totally see your dad and Omar flipping that thing. Uh, and me. <laughs> and you. I flip that shit. <laughs> I help. It's, sh- it's shake and bake. And I helped. <laughs> it's, but it's... it's I don't know. It's funny because it's... If you, if you look at it as an outsider, you know, the whole, to reduce your word, the whole production... Is very similar to Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's the entire day you're cooking and you're making this and that and that. But I don't know. I just feel like it's a little more festive. I don't know if it's because Thanksgiving. Noche Yeah, Noche yeah. is a party. It's a party because I also think that Thanksgiving is a more solemn meal. You know, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be giving thanks for what you have and it's more reflective. Well, I also think that Thanksgiving, well, we celebrate Thanksgiving because we're in the United States. So that's not our right, 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 traditional right. It's holiday. It's our adopted tradition. It's our adopted right, right. holiday. Right. And, I, and, and Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving dinner. It's, it's, it's a, it's a well, formal... In some parts of the country, it's a Thanksgiving lunch. Yeah, I know. Um, but it's, it's more... F- I, I think it's a little bit yeah, more formal. Yeah, yeah. It's more... Whereas yeah. Noche Buena is, you know, like, come on, Cubans and Puerto Ricans. I mean, Puerto Ricans, like, if you want to see people celebrate Dominicans Noche Buena... Too. And, I mean... And you know what? I'm sure all Hispanics no, do all Hispanics degree, right? do, but, yeah. you know... Uh, okay, the all Caribbean. Hispanics do. The Caribbean. But, but let's, let's give it up to our Puerto Rican brothers and sisters. <laughs> Nobody parties like Puerto Ricans. Oh, Dominicans will argue. Dominicans will argue, and I know... <laughs> And well, so, so will Cubans. I'm saying Caribbean. The we Caribbean, will all argue. We all, but yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Dominican and Puerto Ricans. Nobody parties like Puerto Ricans. Okay, Puerto Rico kind of shuts down para um, <laughs> Festival de Plátano, oh, where they celebrated Plátano, and it's like a major, like major event where they celebrated Plátano. <laughs> And I'm like, wow. I don't think I've ever heard you say platano so often. And it's so funny because, you know, we have the plantain as well, but we don't celebrate the plantain. We should. We sh- totally we should. We totally should. <laughs> no, you know what? Let's celebrate Mamoncillo. Oh. It's a fa- but it's a fun little looking fruit. It's green and round. 
Yeah, but doesn't it have no mamon? Oh, I'm thinking mamoncillo chino that has like the little f- uh, fluff outside of it. it. Looks kind of like a muppet. You know what I love? Um, um, that uh, Dominicans call orange juice huelachina. That's I, Puerto Ricans. And well, then the Dominicans too. Oh, okay, I love okay. that. <laughs> I tell you, the first time I was hanging out with one of my yeah. friends uh, who's a Dominican, yeah. and he's like, "Oh yeah, pasame huelachina," and I'm like, "China juice." <laughs> And he's like, don't you, bro, he's like, don't you call orange juice china? I'm like, no, I call it huele naranja. I'm going to say something very ignorant. Do oranges even originate from Asia? Well, no, because I think that the, I think that in the Caribbean countries, uh-huh. that type of orange, they dicen la naranja china. Como está la naranja mandarina. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Right? Right. De dicen la naranja, of la naranja agria. And right, all. okay. En la naranja china. Uh, that, that would be equivalent to, to, like, Valencia oranges here uh, in Florida okay, that we use it, orange juice it. for. Okay. Ahí le dicen um, naranja china. Pero porque no le dicen Valencia. Valencia is from Spain. What I don't know is if in the, in the Caribbean countries, naranja china is a specific type of orange that just here everybody calls it naranja china or if it's an orange that was only there and it's extinct but they still call it naranja china here you know you see what i'm saying it was the like the kleenex of its time exactly <laughs> exactly exactly or xerox or xerox, xerox exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Say, yeah and also a <laughs> uh, puerto ricans call patelon uh-huh it's like a meat pie. Oh, yeah, yeah. We talked about this. Uh, yeah. yeah. And we call patelitos, you know, it's a yeah. guava. So it's like those little, little differences. Bueno, but, oh, yeah. Igual que all throughout Latin America, when they say ahorita, it means right now. When right. we say ahorita is daqui a whenever. Yeah, but that's Latin America. That's not the... Right, but I'm, but I'm, but I'm, I'm expanding. That's not, that's not the Caribbean trinity of no, Puerto exactly, Rico, exactly. Cuba. But I'm expanding, I'm expanding the scope of the conversation. Yeah, no, but it's true. They say ahorita, and I'm like... To us, ahorita is later. Later, yeah. yeah but yeah. to them, ahorita is now. Right now, yeah. yeah like yeah. right now, yeah. I'm like, I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah. So let me ask you this: okay. Did you growing up? Did you know when you would have your nochebuena mm-hmm. and you know the pork would take about twenty five thousand hours and you would have finished having dinner <laughs> on Christmas? You right. would have Christmas Eve dinner. You would finish having it on Christmas. Did you ever open your presents at midnight? No, we were not allowed. Well, never. Okay. Well. Okay, as a kid, obviously you don't because Santa has to come. Mm-hmm. So you know you can't open them until Santa comes. And when you get home, Santa hasn't come yet because you haven't because you haven't gone to sleep yet, and that's yeah. the rules. Um, when we got older and we started doing Noshawena at my parents' house, a couple of times it was like, okay, let's open like a gift, or mm-hmm. okay, fine, whatever, let's just do it now, and then we'll mm-hmm. sleep. <laughs> you know, porque right. ya todo mundo está from cleaning up yeah. after everything, yeah. or like. I'm awake. I'm tired, but I'm awake. So let's just open the damn gifts, and then we'll sleep until 12. Yeah. You know? Um, but no, for the most part, we were always like a, a, a Christmas day, Christmas right. morning. We, um, there were two years when I was a kid that we had our um, Noche when I wasn't at our house. It was at friends of ours. Um, so we would get home like, you know, one in the morning or something. Right, yeah, yeah. So Santa Claus had already passed by. Right? Oh. So we opened our gifts at midnight. And it's funny because we have home video of this. And the home videos are hilarious because I'm like super duper excited. What did you get? Because I was like, I was like, well, one of the years I got my Nintendo. Uh, 
well, that's why you were excited. Yeah. No, no. But the thing was that, you know, I was probably like eight or nine years old. Right. It was late. So, you know, when you're, you're a kid, up, first of all, you're up. Yeah. It's like all that energy. And I probably had a lot of sugar on me <laughs> that I'm like a ping pong. <laughs> and it was like two in the morning and we we're opening Christmas presents. But I remember that when that when the, we did that for like two years mm-hmm. that I was like, no. No, 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 no. This ends now because then I wake up in the morning. You have and nothing to open. Get yeah. back it, you yeah. know? And it's like, no. <laughs> no, 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 That's no, no, true. no. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So let me tell you, hmm. now that we talked about the pork, that was the good. Yes. And now that I want pork. Okay. I'm going to talk now about the bad and the ugly of growing up Hispanic. Okay. <sighs> and this He's is where sighing, ladies a gentlemen. lot of people may disagree with me. Oh, do you know what's the clusterfuck of life in terms of sweet treats? <laughs> Flung? Flung? Hello? Oh, 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 I th- I, no, I thought you were, sorry. I thought you were going to give me like a Sophie's Choice type no, of scenario. No, What's the worst when, you know, you go to a Christmas, well, you go to a Hispanic house. Right. Okay. For the holidays. For the holidays. And they're like, ay, voy a traer la bandeja de dulce. <laughs> And when they bring it out on day, you know, here I'm thinking cookies and cakes, right, and, right, right. you know, you baked know, goods, baked goods. And when they bring like la bandeja de dulce, una bandeja de turrón. <laughs> so and it's like, ugh. for those of you who don't know what turrón is, it's essentially just nougat. But whoever doesn't know well, what no. turrón is, it's probably not an audience, not a listener hey, of our show. You know what? We've got people in Indonesia. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the no, Indonesian is nougat. That's what I'm saying. It's nougat, but but it's different I know flavors I, of nougat. I know that I know that nougat is turrón because turrón is nougat. <laughs> That's true. I wouldn't know what the hell nougat was in Spanish if it wasn't for turrón. So you know what? Turrón has a purpose. <laughs> oh, but it's so. It's All right. So okay. Oh, I don't disagree with you. The only turrón that I love is the chocolate, chocolate one, of course. Chocolate with almonds, of course. But okay, what would be worse? Going to a house. And they say, you know, okay, aquí está el postre, here's the mm-hmm. tray of desserts or sweets. Would it be worse to have a tray of turrón? Uh-huh. Or un brazo gitano? I'd rather have a brazo gitano. <laughs> really? I do. <laughs> because a brazo gitano at least is a legit dessert. It's like... It's a cake. It's a cake. It's a ca- okay. It okay. required baking. <laughs> it's it rolled up. It has it's a like, lot of sugar, right. what turrón does. Pero turrón is just like flaky... What's uh, what is it? The crema? No. Um, well, they have crema catalana. They have no. no they yeah. have um, yema tostada. Oh, yema tostada. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have anjoli, and it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm eating something of that's just sesame seeds. This is not dessert. <laughs> This is not dessert. And I would get some... Like, I distinctly remember... Nosotros estamos en casa de Oneida. And I was, like, nine years old. And I, I remember her. Like, poor Oneida. God she rest probably, her soul. She probably brought it with all the love in the world. That Oneida was like, Ay, ahora voy a traer el postre. And I was, like, so excited. I'm like, dessert. Because, you know, I'm all about yeah, dessert. Yeah. I'm all the, about sweets. And here she comes with, like, the world's biggest platter of turrón. <laughs> That had been previously cut. And I'm like, oh, what a disappointment. I will say I do appreciate when it comes pre-cut. Because when you have to sit there, for some reason when it's not cut, that means that that turrón is going to be harder to cut than hell. That vacuum seal thing. That shit is packed. Do you remember the song? Ya llega la Navidad, felicidad, el lobo, en Navidad, en Navidad, paz y alegría, you know, a nuestro hogar. You don't remember that? I don't remember el that. El lobo, que went to wrong. Ah, I know el lobo is 
a brand of the turrón, but the one I always think of is Sanchis Sanchis Miras, Sanchis Miras, Because of Sábado Gigante. Na tradición. So, listeners, turrón or no turrón? That is the question. That is the question. And of course, of course, we would um, take down our turrón with sidra. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, we would have, I mean, well, I was a kid, but there would be rum and and things. Okay, were you having rum as a kid? Because I remember as a kid... No, no, that's what I'm saying. We were kids, but I mean, for the adults... They would was... give me a little sip of cedar and I'd feel so naughty and grown So up. adult. So adult at the ripe old age of nine. <laughs> Mind you, the content, the alcohol content in cedar is like point zero 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 one. There's more alcohol content in cough syrup. I think <laughs> so, probably. <laughs> You're not kidding. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's probably right. But you felt like such a grown-up of course. having cedar. And so. especially if it was like in a nice glass, uh-huh. if it was in like a champagne flute uh-huh. looking thing, nor yeah. if like one of your aunts, una tía, she goes, y malito, venga acá, mira, prueba la sidra, and you'll be like, ooh, naughty. Ay, turrón. Oh, another, another little nugget of joy. Nugget of joy. I remember that one time I wanted to leave Santa Claus cookies and milk like every other kid does and i'll never forget actually we were going to oneida's house for (laughs) for noche buena it was that (laughs) okay my dad was like nosotros somos cubanos i left him exports cheaper export sodas and water (laughs) are you kidding my parents were not gonna let me spoil a whole glass of milk are you kidding me Okay, but in all fairness, in that case, because you guys were leaving the house, but usually the kid does it right before they go to bed, and then mm-hmm. mom and dad drink it, like, literally yeah, an hour later. Yeah, literally house. Right, by the time you got back, that shit was going to be butter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> still, they would have been like, you're not going to throw away a perfectly fine <laughs> glass of milk. Expert sodas and water, sir. I but not even you guys didn't even have like lady fingers or no. something. Like, and he made me put the water. On, like a little bit of jelly. No, and he made me put the water in a little styrofoam cup. You know, the little styrofoam cups cannot want tanada that you just take one gulp and it's over. I'm like, damn it, I can't even leave it in a real glass. I'm gonna get gypped by Santa Claus. This was like Santa Claus if he went to jail. <laughs> did you did you okay, let's talk about Santa Claus. Did you believe like one hundred percent in Santa Claus? I'm sure I did. I didn't. No? No. Aww. But do you remember, like, believing there is a Santa Claus? As I... a kid, yes. And one of the reasons that I believed in Santa Claus is because when my sister and I... He's here right now. <laughs> um, when we were about maybe six or... I was about six or seven, so Evie was about five, four, more or less. Um, we took a trip, a ski trip to Colorado, to Breckenridge. Oh, that's because you're fancy. We didn't take no ski trips. We didn't even go to Santa's Enchanted Forest. We used to go to Westchester Mall, take a picture with Santa Claus in the fake snow, and call it a day. Well, so it was, I don't remember the timing, but it must have been maybe right before Christmas time. Shut up. Get Breckenbridge, get Breckenbridge. Listen, I'm not going to apologize for the fact that I was taking on a trip, all right? But they had an entire, like, Santa village there. Uh-huh. And so... The guy looked like Santa Claus, and it was in the middle of the snow. So that really kind of did a number on me and my sister mm-hmm. as far as, like, well, it's, this shit's got to be real. It's not in a mall. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the, this is too much production to not be where this guy right. kind of works. Right. So I think that 
really did a number on us as far as okay. as believing in Santa Claus. I didn't. No. Um, I actually fooled myself in believing there was a Santa Claus. <laughs> like, I was like telling myself, I'm going to believe that there's a Santa Claus, although I know there's not. Um, Why not? Why didn't you? Because I always put two and two together. I always, I since I was like, I, I mean, I, I must have been f- at least five. Really? I would think like. Why are stores? Why do stores have sales in December? Oh, why does Eckerd's <laughs> sell gift wrapping paper similar to the gift wrapping paper under my tree? Why do my parents mysteriously disappear? You know, right, right. To go to the store. Um, why do things have tags on them? Aren't they made by elves? Uh, stuff like that. Like I. My I, stuff never I, had tags. I was no, but other stuff, you know, other people. Like, yeah. um, I, I was never fully convinced, and and I wanted to, like, I wanted to believe. In fact, there was a there's um when I was seven mm-hmm. there, and there's a really funny home video of this when um it, on Christmas. Actually, it was one of the times we went to Oneida House and Santa Claus came at midnight at my parents. We all came back to my parents' house. I'm totally naming this episode, but let's go to Oneida's house. Oneida, <laughs> pobrecita. Oneida died a few years ago. Her house oh. was ahí on Bird Road and 112. I mean, like, oh, right there. Yeah, right there. Um, we went to a lot of Noche Buenas there um, in the early to mid-80s. Okay. Anyway, um, did my, you know, my parents did this whole another production where... Um, all my family came to my parents' house at around midnight mm-hmm. because Santa Claus was going to come. Okay. And one of my cousins or something even got on the roof of the house and started stomping. Oh, so wow. I could hear right, right, the right, right, reindeer. Right. So Santa Claus comes. And in the, it was my uncle dressed up as Santa Claus. Right. And when I opened the door and Santa Claus giving me the gift, and this is on video, I'm like, where's my Uncle Marito? How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Why is he not here? Jerk. He was here a minute ago. Why is he not here now? I'm like, come on, give me Casa Grayskull. Which actually... (laughs) This is what you got that year. Yes, and there's a video of him giving me Casa Grayskull in the huge box. I was like more, you know, concerned about Casa Grayskull. But in the video, I'm like, where's Marito? Why isn't he here? He was here a minute ago. And I was like, I know that's you. (laughs) No, I was... But I didn't didn't want to ruin it for... (laughs) 
<laughs> no one's all that trouble, you ungrateful so, yeah. jerk. Well, exactly. That's why I was like, I know there's no Santa Claus. I was like, I'm going to play along with it. But I always knew. Oh, no. I believed. I, I straight up believed. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you And believe, I still believe. Somehow you Listen, win. when you believe, you receive. I again, it's not that I didn't want to, re- but you know what? I never ruined it for anybody. I was okay, never that good. kid. Yeah, those that, kids piss me off. That was like, there's no Santa Claus. No, yeah, I, I just, I, yeah, I would, I would like, I was very logical. <laughs> I was like, <sighs> even back then, you were logical. <laughs> oh. It's one of your most annoying I was traits. Like, Por mi mamá se tranca en el cuarto and she takes the scissors and the the scotch tape. <laughs> le conté. You, maybe your mother was making weird dresses. You don't know. Because my mom has never been the type. In the 80s, your mom was tremendo atelier. <laughs> my mom was never the type to, like, close her bedroom door. Like, right, my parents' right. bedroom door is always open, except, obviously, when they're sleeping right. or whatever. And, you know, she would lock the door, which she never, ever did. I'm like, yeah, whatever, woman. I know what you're doing. <laughs> so sad. Oh, <laughs> So, yeah. No turrones for me. No. <laughs> So what other traditions? Uh, did you ever do uh, La Misa Gallo, Midnight Mass? On TV. Hmm. None. <laughs> None. <laughs> not, not in person. With Betty Hill? <laughs> On TV. <laughs> La Misa de Gallo. You know, the the mass of the rooster. <laughs> I think I did it like twice. Uh-huh. And never again it's just because it's like everybody who doesn't go to church all year long like me goes goes and then you're just like stuck and they're all you know are they giving turrón at the door they are instead of the eucharist they hand out turrón yes okay. <laughs> the body of christ and it's you know i'm surprised more old ladies don't take them when they leave <laughs> okay. i mean because um, you know in their head they're like Esto es un souvenir. yeah actually you know what <clears throat> What I really, like, am very nostalgic about and, like, it really warms my heart mm-hmm. and it's a very uniquely Hispanic mm-hmm. um, experience are the songs. Mi Burrito Sabanero is, like, <laughs> we've, we've defined my childhood pretty we much. We even have a remix. <laughs> I know. Of a Burrito there's, Sabanero. There's, um, there's actually tape of me because, by you know, this was, like, 1980. I'm not going to age myself. Early 80s. Everybody knows you're 40. Uh, So it was like 1981. My parents didn't have a video camera yet. So they had like the little recorder, like voice recorder. And I'm there singing Mi Burrito Sabanero. I want to find that. Oh, it's there. Oh, my mom has it like right there, like on her Memorex tape. And I'm like, Mi Burrito Sabanero. And um, that and the other one. I feel like there's, there's a lot of animal songs for us. Actually, I was about to say. The version that I grew up with is owned by Pandora. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Before Baby, they were a bracelet, Baby, they were a singing group. Baby. <laughs> oh, let me ask you something before I forget. Okay, another tradition. Although, there's also, in English, they have Dominic the donkey. What the hell is it about Christmas that has all these animal songs? <laughs> <laughs> um, for New Year's. Okay. Okay. Did your family make buñuelos? No. <gasps> they never did the buñuelos. You never made buñuelos? No. Our buñuelos always sucked. Always. They were terrible. But they were made. But they were made terrible. 
It wasn't until my brother got married that his mother-in-law makes apparently a killer buñuelo. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of buñuelos. I'll Buñu- have... Buñuelos like yam, right? Yes, it's, it's um, the, the yuca. Yuca. No, no it's a yuca. Yame. No. Yeah, and they put it in the meat grinder. And then, and but they, 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 it's sweet. Yes, malanga, malanga. Mal- is, is it malanga? malanga? Yame. It's yame. <laughs> okay, whatever. Yeah. Okay, listeners, can you please yeah, let us know? In, let us know. Um, and then you fry it to a golden crisp. Right. And, and it's always in like a little eight shape, right? Yes, and like a pretzel. Okay, yeah. yeah. In fact, growing up, I would have you them. I'm up. like, this is not a pretzel. Again, the same uh, disappointment of it. Okay, but this wasn't trying to be something else. No, that's true. But um, but apparently she can make a killer buñuelo. Mm-hmm. I I even I've had her buñuelos, uh-huh. but again I'm not a fan. So oh, whether okay. they're good or bad, but um, but yeah, buñuelos is a very big thing. Just like on New Year's, you also eat lenteja. Okay, I've never done that either. Yeah, I've never because I don't like lentejas, so mm-hmm. I'm never gonna eat lenteja. Like Probably, but I just don't like them. <laughs> so many things make me fart. You know, it's a total, like... <clears throat> okay, but we we do the 12 grapes. Of course. We'll say, oh, wow, we have to have of that. Course. You know, one for each month. and The, uh, the 12 wish. grapes. Yeah. And do you know what I do? Every year that do I spend New Year's... Do you use the same wish on, on all the grapes? No. Oh, okay. No. Every year <laughs> that I spend it with my grandmother. This year, unfortunately, I'm not because we're going to go out of town. That's right. And my grandmother's not going with us. But every year that I spend New Year's with my grandmother, mm-hmm. my grandmother and I go to the front door... A big pot of water, and we throw the water <laughs> outside. Really? So if somebody's walking by, they're gonna get wet. That's Wait, <laughs> did you do that when you lived in the high rise? No, because I never spent New Year's there. <laughs> no, that would be a nuisance. <laughs> yes, you did spend New Year's there. No, we you, celebrated with you, New Year's. With you, yeah. No, 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 no. Because we celebrate no, with your family no, there no, no, a yeah, couple no, times. Because no, 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 I'm just thinking from the 48th floor to dunk <laughs> a bucket of water. going to be decapitated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I, when we did a little splash. Okay, little okay. Because I'm picturing um, somebody like, they're, coño me mojé. Yeah, no, no. That, if, 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 if un cubo de agua gets thrown from the 48th floor and it lands, they're not going to say me mojé. They're going to be like, me batieron la cabeza. No, but we do. And then if you want to travel, these traditions are probably, they come from Spain. If I'm you sure. want to travel, you got an empty suitcase and you go around the block. You got to walk around the block with a suitcase. Right. I really hope you, you live in a, sh- a small block. No, but then the problem with that is, according to my mom, is that you can't do that. Porque mm-hmm. at midnight, there están los stray tiros. Oh, that's true, because we love to shoot, yeah, yes. we love to shoot straight and up I, into I, the air. I have to say something. My grandfather used to do my, that. That my mother was spot on. For New Year's 1994, <laughs> 93 to 94, I feel like I just entered a documentary. we spent it at Olga's Banquet Hall on Coraway oh, okay. and 107th, right there. Oh, nay, that wasn't hosting New Year's? No, nay, that wasn't. Okay. No, no, no. We spent it at Olga's Banquet Hall, I'll never forget. And at midnight, or, you know, a few minutes after right, right. midnight, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went outside to make a phone call. My brother had a cell phone at that time, believe Ooh. it or not. Oh, yeah. and you're going to judge me for Breckenridge, but you had a phone in 94? <laughs> My brother. Still, I take out the brick right. and I made my phone call uh-huh. and, you know, it, it, that banquet hall is like in a strip mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The car in front of me got shot. Oh, no. And my mom's like, te lo dije. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, she's right. But it's true. I remember my grandfather would always shoot, like, he had a gun and he would shoot at midnight. But they would always, like, be like, oh, haha, you know, everybody. And I'd be like, okay. Los niños. That, <laughs> they would always that, bring us that tradition. Let's think methodically. It's a campo. Of course it is. But in a couple, there was nobody. No. So you didn't have a neighbor. Listen, worst case scenario, you shot a pigeon and you had food the next day. 
o partiste una palma yeah, o something like that. Pero here they go freaking shooting that in shit in the middle of Kendall and you know a suburban zero lot development <laughs> where your neighbor's 10 feet away. It's like that doesn't work, you know. It's suburbia. Logistically, it's not the same, people. It's not the same. Oh, and there's also a, um, what is it? If you want to be lucky in love, you got to put on red underwear. Oh, I haven't heard that on, one. And New Year's, yes. Got to wear red underwear. So, another tradition, and now this is more a Miami tradition. So, okay. to our listeners who are not in Miami, uh, we have here what's yes. called Santa's Enchanted Forest. Santa's Enchanted Forest. <laughs> anyway, so it's actually very nice. It's this. Um, Big strip, bueno, very nice. I mean, I haven't been in years. I don't know what well, it looks like Well, it's now. this big strip um, of a very big park we have down here, mm-hmm. and it's it's actually rather large. It's not yeah, small. Yeah. That they massively decorate it's about, what, with like a lights. Mile and change. Yeah, that they decorate with lights, and it's all types of lights that do different shows, like light shows and stuff like right, that. Right, right. And they have like. Um, like a, a little Christmas exhibits and, right, and stuff like right. that. It's very pretty. And then at the end of the light, you know, the light area, there's like a carnival and all right. that. Do we take one to one? I was going to ask you how much is thirty-seven dollars per person. I love how they always say though, thirty-seven dollars, but includes all rides. Oh, it's like it better. It's thirty-seven dollars. You know, for thirty-seven dollars, <laughs> you better put me on the freaking Polar Express and take me to the North Pole <laughs> and back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we don't think they bring you back. Then, yeah, that's, that's non-negotiable. Yeah, yeah, it's thirty-seven dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, okay, I haven't been in years, but which I, ironically I enough, the owner of Santa's Enchanted Forest is Jewish. Is he really? Yeah, my cousin knows him very well. He's Jewish. You, listen, you got to recognize a business opportunity and go with it. <laughs> who, who cares? But I always wonder. If they've updated like Dolos Muñeco, because there was a time there where you would walk through and all of those animatronic animals looked mm-hmm. like they had mange. I haven't gone since I was in high school, so I don't know. Oh, okay. oh you haven't ever taken any? No, no. I was thinking of taking him this year, but then I was like, $37 per person. Are you kidding me? I have to dip from his college <laughs> fund, you know, to, you know, and then, you know, the food is probably. Yeah, you gotta eat. Yeah, you gotta eat. Right. You know, it's probably like $8 for an arepa, you know, and it's like, whatever. <laughs> Yeah, because our, fr- our friend who's in town was asking. I know yeah. she wanted to go, but... I, you know what? I just thought about the year's over. Now it's going to be the new year. Y ahorita está aquí la feria. Are we going to do a fair special? <laughs> I was thinking of doing a fair special, but the thing is that, you know, we have listeners that are not from... A lot of that's listeners true, that true. are not from Miami. And the fair is a very unique that's Miami true. thing. Maybe, so maybe we can set up a booth at the fair and just, you know, live broadcast. <laughs> from the fair. From the fair. Um... Well, we did have coverage of the fair this year. That's true. That's true. So, yeah. so our listeners know. Our listeners know. They, they know. But I, 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 I think I talked about it that I didn't realize that the Dade County Youth mm-hmm. Fair or Dade County Fair right. was so big because when I, when when I would talk to other friends from other states about the county fair, right. and I'd be like, "Oh my god, our county fair! We got so excited! It's like all this stuff, and we have pop singers, and you know, like." <laughs> TLC, Nelly, you know, all these people have performed, and they're like, what? I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, don't you you just have a few carnival rides and a 4-H event? I'm like, no. Well, there is a 4-H event, but it's like, no. This is like a major... It's it's an event. Major production that when you're a kid, your year is like totally you like build around there. you build around the you fair. You build around Christmas, the fair, and summer. Till this day, when I think March, I think fair. I forget anything else that happens in March or April. Clearly, I you're did. not Julius Caesar. 
the eye, yeah, the eyes of March has nothing on me. Um, but um, I think it fair. It's like the fair. But anyway, wait no, back to Christmas. Oh, so um, I, I still can't believe that it's going to be the end of the year already. Yeah, I know. Every year it goes faster, and every year we say the same thing, and we're a broken record. Is that because we're getting we're getting older? Actually, I want to say um, some. I know we're keeping it topical in terms of Christmas traditions, right? But this is our show. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. Was born on Christmas. That's right. So, dale. Here it's gonna be. So I was since he's. You know, Tristan, my son, was born on Christmas. On a Wednesday. He could uh, not be more atravesado if he tried. <laughs> I know, right? But, <laughs> like, the showster that he is, you know, half of Miami was there. Pero bueno, well, that's not the point. But it's your family. I expect uh, nothing less. Um, <clears throat> anyway, so... Um, where are going with Okay, so, so because his birthday is on Christmas, obviously... He's not going to have, like, a, a moment in school where they're going to sing happy right, birthday right, to him. Right. And I know that myself, I'm sure you as well, I could think of, especially in elementary school, so many times that it was my birthday and they would sing happy birthday and my mm, mom would take... My birthday's in the summer. Oh, uh, no, you're screwed. <laughs> would, my mom would take cupcakes. <laughs> so I can like relate that. to Tristan. But, but you remember, but you right, remember... Right. But I can relate kids, to Tristan. Never but you remember either. other kids' birthdays, right? Yeah, yeah. So I... I, I tell his teacher, like, hey, um, do you mind if next week, you know, whenever, right. oh, I can bring cupcakes so we can do happy birthday? And she tells me, bring the cupcakes, like, incognito, like, <laughs> clandestine, <laughs> clandestine, like, clandestino, clandestino like, yeah. on the DL. Yeah, yeah. You know, bring it in bags. So it's like, you know, yeah. you don't show it's cupcakes, and I'm going to do it for him. But we're not supposed to do it because public schools no longer celebrate birthdays because there's kids who don't celebrate their birthdays. I was uh -huh, like, wait, yeah. what? I was like, wait, what? I was like, I did not know this. So then I started asking other people who have children of school age or right, right, had right, children right. of school age recently. And they're like, oh, yeah. They don't celebrate their birthdays anymore. But there's always been Jehovah's Witnesses. Like, why I, is this a thing now? I don't know. I don't know, but they don't. They don't. But who doesn't like a cupcake? Nope. Because then the kids who don't celebrate birthday have to be removed from the class. You know what? That's life. You can't participate in everything. <laughs> Okay, so, nobody's calling me to audition for a Broadway show. Oh, well. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Actually, when I when she said that to me, I thought about you. I was like, Dije que yo soy Ismael. That pisses me off. <laughs> it's just a fucking cupcake. Mm-hmm. And the happy birthday song, which is now public domain, by the way. It's not, right? It is. Since when? Recently. Like, in the last year. Oh, okay, because that's why on every single sitcom, they start, they're like, happy. happy. And they're like, wait a minute. You know what, what it always reminds me of? Oh. Always. When I first noticed that, although I didn't know was that right, right, happy right. birthday was not public domain, was on the Smurfs. When they go, happy birthday, and then the the it will go black, and they will oh. go, happy birthday to Smurfette, la, 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 <laughs> happy birthday to Smurfette, la, 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 I la. Like the Smurfs always trotted out that same damn rhythm. Don't you remember the maybe, the episode of... Maybe that's what Gloria Stefan was talking about. <laughs> Smurf... Um, Smurfette, uh, when it was her birthday, she was queen for a day, and it got to her I, head. I do remember that. I she didn't know it was for her birthday, bitch. but I remember and that. And Vanity became her bitch. Everything about that sentence sounds right. Vanity <laughs> became her bitch. <laughs> oh, okay. Favorite Christmas movies growing up? Right. Well, I know that we, we talked about this on when we were guests on Mount Geek More, yes. which were part of the Geek Bro Network. Um, growing up, I just... I would have to say I probably loved, like, Although, it wasn't a movie, but I would love, like, all the Christmas episodes of, mm -hmm. like, 
the Smurfs and the Flintstones mm-hmm. and all that. But to this day, I still, I think I have it on DVD, the He-Man She-Ra Christmas special. Oh, I do. <laughs> as you would, you're very consistent. Well, it's, growing up as listen, a kid. it's the one time that Skeletor, like, sheds a tear, which is weird because he has no tear ducts. Right. But. So, I had two. Um, which, as I discussed in the episode of Mount yeah. Geepmore, I loved growing up um, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah, and and you know what? I, I was actually having this conversation with someone the other day. Maybe not so much for you because mm-hmm. your parents were raised here. Yeah, yeah right. Like I heard you so you had yeah. some exposure. True. Um, although your mom is super Cuban. Yeah. Well, I mean, my mother grew up in Miami during <laughs> no, but Your mom is like super Cuban. No, no, but in Miami during El Exilio. I mean, <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I had to. You know, because my parents came um, when they were in their thirties, yeah, yeah, and I had to discover things on my own. Like I always tell people, like, remember in 1995 mm-hmm. when ABC aired the five-part or four-part special, the Beatles anthology? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when I discovered the Beatles. Meanwhile, I knew my, of the, I knew right, of the right. Beatles, but like my father had all the vinyl records. Right, I right. knew of the Beatles. I knew who they were. I knew Paul McCartney sang that song with Michael Jackson, right. but I didn't really know their songs. Right, right. Or, or if I did, I didn't know it was the Beatles. You, you weren't steeped, in, right? I like I knew Letter B, Letter B from the from Letter People, <laughs> right? But I from Sesame Street. Sesame Street, that's right. But I didn't know that was Let It Be by the Beatles, right? right, right. Because I didn't have that exposure from my parents, right. so a lot of things I had to discover on my own, including a Christmas Carol. Meanwhile. I have you your parents didn't expose you to the Beatles, but your mother loves Boney M. Yes, but I found out about her love for Boney M. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. That is my favorite revelation of 2018. Yeah, and you saw and you saw the video. I sent you the video she of her was dancing, jamming and and singing like she, she knew the she lyrics. Knew it's not the like oh I like that song. No, no, no. She knew the lyrics. She so my them. mom, just to give people a little context, <laughs> my mom is always asking me to make her mixed CDs. <laughs> you know, mother, a mixed tape, awesome. She's like a mixed CD, yeah, always, always, playlist. always, always, yeah. always. And recent, like recently, I mean, like three, three months, months ago, ago. Yeah, yeah. she's like, "Yo quiero que tú me encuentres la canción de Bonnie M." And I'm like, "Bonnie You M. didn't know who they were. I didn't know who they were. I'm like, but I didn't. The way that she said it wasn't right, like Bonnie right. M. It was. Right. She was like Bonnie M. Like, it sounds like a composer almost. I'm like. Who's Bonnie M? And she, she's like, e que canta Rasputin. And I'm like, wait, wait. I'm like, I'm like wait, wait, what? Bonnie M que canta Rasputin. I'm like, what the hell is Rasputin? Like, what song is Rasputin? And, you know, I know, I, I, I know my you're, music. You're pretty musical, yes, you know, yes, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much a reference of music. Right. And I'm like, I have no idea what she's talking about. I didn't even know how to begin to start looking for it. Like, online. I'm like, Boniem Raputin. And I was like, okay, Raputin. Let me go with Raputin. And then... I, then I put, like, Raputin song. Right, right. Or right, songs right. with Raputin. And then I found... I found Their one. version, right? Right. And I played it. My mom's like, Esa! Ay, hace 30 años no esa canción. And then I'm like, okay, so now I know the name of the song. Right. So I look up the name of the song, and it was by Boney M. M right. And I'm like, 
are you talking about Boney M? And she's like, see, que yo eran, I forget where they're from. They're from they're the European. Bahama. I forget where they're yeah. from. She's like, see, que yo son de tal lugar y la, la que cantaba se, can, se llamaba whatever. I forget her name. And so I'm like, she knows this I'm group. I'm like, well, don't you think you should have told me that? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so, so essentially, I download all of their discography of their singles <laughs> and my mom knew all the songs. <laughs> And she was like dancing, and that's why I took video of her and I sent it to you. We should totally post a video of my mom dancing. My mom would kill me. My it, mom would murder me. It was great. That's why I, I was like, because you know, nobody's like, gonna believe you. Nobody's, nobody's gonna, gonna believe, believe me. Her. That's why I took video of her jamming to the song. And and if you know my mom, my mom's very serious and very yeah, yeah. you know she comports herself and very like classy. But she was jamming to Boney M claro, to Raputin. to that to Raputin and to Daddy, Daddy cool. cool. I love that cool. <laughs> oh my god, who is this woman? <laughs> my dad knew their songs too. Hello, do you think that they were born this age? They had okay, they so wait, 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 wait. So they knew Boney M, but they didn't know the Beatles. That's like the... Now, mine cool. It was Cuba. It was Cuba. Now, Cuba. No, it was in Cuba because the Beatles were probably considered Musica Yankee. Uh-huh. Yeah. But not these people because they were black. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so in Cuba, they were yeah. totally down with Boney M, but not the Beatles. <laughs> not the Beatles. Because in, in Cuba, people would listen to the Beatles, but like on the DL, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Clandestino, yeah. Yeah. But like on the radio airplay, like, they were not, they were banned. Yeah. So, but not Boney Not Boney Not Boney Or, oh, you know who my parent, my mom loves and my parents love? Este, Tom Jones. Well, that's not unusual. Que vos tiene ese hombre. Or when he comes out on TV, they're like, pero que bien se conserva. He does look good, though. <laughs> He's got to be in his 70s. Or in the flip side, I know we're going a little bit uh, off tangent. It's our show. I, I, I love when, when now they see John Travolta. Like, pero que viejo está John Travolta. I'm like, bueno, everybody ages. He's in his 60s. Bastante bien está. Like, I mean. He looks good enough. That's yeah. the same thing when they say about Madonna. Que vieja está Madonna. And I'm like, well, Madonna's 60. Like, I mean. It's going to happen to all of us. not going to look 25. Forever, <laughs> and I mean, she looks great for her age, but it's like, but okay, yeah, I'm like, well, you know, she, it happens. She's human. She, she's not. Actually, that reminds me. You know what else Cubans are very into? El Retrato de Dorian Gray. They are. They're super into it. Apparently, that book was not banned in Cuba. The portrait of Dorian Gray. Dile a cualquier cubano que te hable del Retrato de Dorian Gray. I never heard that. Oh yeah, and I think it's really odd. That's kind of random. I mean, it's a it's a work of literature, it's yes, a classic work but, of literature. Yeah, but, but apparently, in Cuba, it was okay. Who knew? So, bueno, <laughs> back to Christmas. Yes, Las Navidades, yes, yes. La Christmas end of Las year. Las Pascuas. Las Pascuas. Las Pascuas. Um, so yeah, yeah. Durones for everyone. Oh Lord. So I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up on you a little bit as because this, we're not gonna be broadcasting for like like the storybooks when we change topic. We're gonna. Turn, oh, the, turn the page oh, now. I never told you what other. What was the second movie? This is a good one. Oh, the second enough. movie that I grew up watching. Okay, so when I was eight, okay. my mom bought me as a gift a one of those little VHS videos that had a bunch of oh, like a sampler yeah, type thing. Okay, right. And she bought it at Jay Byron's. Okay, the one at Westchester Mall, and it had like Punch and Judy. You remember? You know that? Yeah, That's like yeah, in the fifties yeah. or whatever. But the last song on the tape was a musical dance interpretation of the 12 Days of Christmas. Is this why you love that song so much? Okay. But it's like in, a, in this video, be, uh-huh. it's like in black and white okay. and like a silhouette, 
right? Like shadows. There's like a man playing okay. a guitar, and then there's a woman doing an interpretive dance of the 12 days of Christmas. So she, you know, the milks, of, the seven okay. milks of laying, you know, she does everything. Okay, okay. Okay. I would play that over, and, and that song. That's a long song to begin with. I would play it over and over and over and over again until one day my my dad or my mama was like, hasta hoy llegó esto. And they took it away from me. And I got so mad that they gave it back. That's like, <laughs> that's like the war that, and I still have the video. I still have the video. I still, I, you love that song. I love that song. You to this day, you 12, love that song. 12, drummers drumming, 11, pipers piping, 10, lords oh of leaving, 9, ladies dancing, end. 8, maids of milking, 7, swims of swimming, 6, geese of laying, 5, gold rings, 4, calling birds, 3, French hens, 2, turtle doves, and, and a, a partridge in a pear tree. Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, Lord. So, I what I was going to say is, because, um, you know, we're not going to do any new episodes for a while. All right. What has been your favorite thing we've done this year? That with, you and I have done? Yeah, with regard to all this insanity that is the podcast. Like, let's do a quick year um, in review type of thing. I, there were a couple. I liked Croqueta Palooza a lot. Because yeah. not only did we pick out on, like, the best croquetas in town... But there's also we also made some interesting friends there. But but some cool friends. We did. But I think Croqueta Palooza was the first time that you and I felt that we had an audience and that people okay, people were listening to us and that we had followers and that we sure. were quote influencers. Right. Because there were a lot of people who came up to us and were like, Oh my god, the better let me tell you guys, oh my god, yeah. we listen and blah, blah blah and that was like the first time that we were in an event that it wasn't people that knew us, it wasn't right, right. you know, it wasn't we were just hanging out. It wasn't like points, yeah. a friend of a coworker or a friend right, of a right, friend. Right. These were people that did not know us, right. and um, and you know, like everything around that event, like when we did the the giveaway, like how many people responded to yeah, the giveaway and how many people reposted our video, like a lot of people did, and I think that was like the first time that for me I was like, okay. This is this is a thing. This is a thing. I think we, yeah. we have some momentum here, and the fact that we you know uh, judge not judged we hosted refereed and, the refereed yeah. the um, the event the, <laughs> the eating challenge. Contest. So that one, and then also, <clears throat> I I kind of felt the same way when we were in the f- we were in the front row um, of Fuacata. Okay, yeah. Because here was this play at the Adrian Arch Center, and we were invited because of what we did and who we were, and we were in the front row, and, um, you know, I I was like, okay, you know, so, I mean, and also, of course, all of our guests that have come to us, and, you know. Well, yeah, it's not to say that the other stuff hasn't been cool, but, you know. But I'm talking about, like, specific events. Yeah, yeah. Like, specific events. That was like, okay, um... We have something here. Yeah, that's so. fair. I think that's a, mm-hmm. those are those are two good like you know checkpoints. To, mm-hmm. to for me, it was just the fact that people want to talk to us. Yeah, like just in general, you know, mm-hmm. because again, as we as we always say, it's like, well, I didn't know where we didn't know where this was going to go, 
And literally, I mean, I'm going to, you know, pull back the curtain a little bit. I think I've said it before. Literally, the guests that we have is just because we've asked them. Yeah. Like, it's not because this whole, you know, network of like, oh, because I know someone who knows someone and I talked. And sometimes it was literally just like on Instagram, <laughs> sending a message and just being like, hey, hi, we're two guys. We have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Bah, 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 bah. You know, we'd love to chat with you. And people were just like, yeah, sure. It's great. Right. No but, but but after a and while, think- then when we started building our audience and our, you know, our content, then the people that we were interviewing were like, oh, my God, yes. Like, I love your podcast or I love your right, content. Spoke, or, oh, my God. Yeah. When so-and-so was on. When or, so-and-so was on. Yeah. Right. So then we're like, oh. Okay, now now our obviously the initial few get first guests right. uh, were our guinea pigs, and we thank you them for for yes. it. Um, Wouldn't be here probably if it yeah. wasn't for them. Our first guests were um, us the one uh, Adrian Gio. Adrian Gio listening to I us. I actually sent a <laughs> message are. to her. Well, I don't know which one responded, but it's to them today, um, asking them how their Christmas was going to be, and yeah. um, they were our very first. Yes, they were our very yes. first. Who was yeah. our second? I think our second was Seth. He was our second? I think Burger Beast. Burger Beast. Yeah. Burger Beast has been great. Absolutely great. I mean... Everybody should have a Burger Beast in their lives. No, no, no. But you know what? No, no, no. Because he's such a genuine human being. No, but with him, we we found like a a, a supporter of our podcast, but like a friend as well. Yeah. You know, he's been... I mean, mean, everybody has. Everybody has. Um, I mean, because again, these are all people that are very busy doing what they're doing. Um, (laughs) Not only in their entrepreneurial lives, lives, uh, but in their personal lives as well. And they take time to come and sit with us. And, you know, and a lot of times... The episode that you hear, the <laughs> experience was actually a lot longer. Yes. That's like the edited down, um, you know. Yeah. That's that's after version. taking a, a run so, at editing. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. yeah. So can't wait for next year. Yeah. And we've got we've got some cool stuff Pero coming. Mira como Where's the cajachina? Where's the cajachina? It's your house. <laughs> I don't have... Uh, imagine. You know what? Do have, you ever heard, have you ever heard... Have you ever heard of the... I think it's a... Not true. But okay. the legend supposedly of the Cubans that went to Disney World during Christmas and burned the hotel down because right. they did the cajachina in the, in the in, bathtub in the bathtub I've heard that I've, we've all heard that it's an urban legend I it's think. an urban legend it has to be but in my mind it's true I can see it happening and in my mind I'm thinking of Joseito y Miguelito Ramon was totally there y Ramon mira and being like oye papo le echas carbón ahí y tú verás que eso sale lo más bien Sí, y está, está la ducha cualquier está cosa la ducha, lo pagamos lo pagamos yeah. y tú ahí mira eh, la cosa esa del humo le pones un tape por arriba yeah, no, no no le quitas las baterías le quitas las baterías y, y, y mira abajo de la puerta ponemos una toalla para que no saque el humo y no y hacemos el hecho yeah. like I could just in my mind y ma, eh, Migdalia ya trajo el sazón ya yeah. <laughs> and uh, fulanita trajo la la hoy perdón la la hornilla uh-huh, para hacer uh-huh. para pa hacer con green uh-huh. y la yuca y la yuca y, oh. y, 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 of course el café you know oh, duh, duh. Uh, duh. Um, and and I could just in my mind it plays out I could see how this could happen how this group of people will find it completely logical to <laughs> the motel six to the motel six <laughs> to asar un lechon in the bathroom you know <laughs> in I, the bathtub in the bathtub I know that like from a logical and practical standpoint it's probably impossible but in my mind it happened i can follow the steps to yeah. see it happen so yeah give it up for la caja china uh you know our people we love them but lord it's funny because <laughs> la caja china as it stands today like the the, 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 the lore, actual yeah. caja china there's a lot of like old school people as i said that don't like it 
they're well my uncle doesn't like that cajachina okay i, I said having, it having recently seen now when because for those of you who are fans of ours you know that martha darby from big fat cuban uh family was in town and we had a dinner at your at your parents house yeah. for her honor and i saw the quote-unquote cajachina yeah. that you guys have that's what my grandfather had in, yeah. in their house we always called it a cajachina right. but it wasn't the cajachina right yeah the the one that exists now, a lot of old school, like old school, like los viejos cubanos, they don't like it. They're like, no, el, el cochino queda como sancochado. I'm like, I don't know. As long as it's crispy and it's delicious. As long as I can get the pellejito, I don't who, care. who cares? Okay. But actually, let, let's give a little shout out to Martha. Oh so, God, let's give a huge shout out to Martha. Are you kidding me? So Martha, we hosted Martha this past week. And it, I mean... You know, sometimes you meet people and you get along with them and you have a connection. But this, like with Martha Darby from our Big Fat Cuban, um, big our fat Big Cuban Fat Cuban family, family blog, <laughs> it, it was like an instant connection when we yes. first interviewed her. Then when we met her in California, we sealed the deal. And now it's like <laughs> she's like family. It's, it's she like, is. It's she, Tia Marta. It's like haven't we known her forever? Like I feel like I I've known her all my life. life forever. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And we had a wonderful time with her. We we took her around town. We Took her to a bunch of restaurants. I think I gained like five pounds. Only? Um, we did Croqueta Palooza, which I think I only gained five pounds of Croqueta Palooza. Yeah, <laughs> we did Croqueta Palooza. Congratulations to the Croquetas who won yes. the People's Choice Award. And, and who was it that won the judges' choice again? Uh, Masa. Yes, who had the brisket? Uh, yes, yes. So congratulations to you guys. But it was Martha Darby was absolutely wonderful. And if you haven't had a chance to um, check her blog out, I mean, it, it, it's it's so like. Heartwarming, nostalgic, yeah. funny. It's it's a great you She's know the epitome of genuine. She is. She is. And we had again, we had such a wonderful time with her. Uh among the many things we did, I wanted to give her like a traditional Cuban dinner at a Cuban house. So I brought her to my parents' house. I cooked lechon. As listeners know, you can't get more traditional Cuban Miami crazy than Darian's parents' you, house. You, I cooked her <laughs> una pierna, yeah. yep. um, yuca, black beans and rice, maluros, and we did it in the backyard in La Terraza. You know yep. you know the Miami backyards that have no grass, that's just terraza, <laughs> you know, and that's how we did it. I'm like, yes. Martha, it doesn't get more authentic than this. And of course a Publix cake. And of course a Publix cake. So that <laughs> was lovely so yeah but, so, to, but yeah. to kind of piggyback off of that you know as we're we're closing out the year and you know this is probably gonna be the last episode for 2019 it, yes um and again i'm gonna kind of say something that we had said in the recording we did with with all of our friends but you know it's really been awesome doing doing this podcast um another year in the books you know season two is closed now um we did a lot this year we did and, and we didn't miss a single episode and it's still crazy to me that we've we've done so much and there's still so much more that we're we officially have merch we're doing we have merch now we have you know we've traveled in yes. the name of the podcast in the name of the podcast you know um yeah. we're already looking into making actually more travel in we've 2020 we've hosted we've hosted things you know and it's we've been featured guests it's like you were saying about Martha and I'm going to expand it like we've met so many great people and so many cool people who've just been like very genuine and, and have opened their their hearts and their their friendship their amistad you know to us and it it's I still pinch myself yeah, you because know, when because, we when, because it's not like you and I have quit our jobs and this is what we're doing, right? Yeah, and when but, we we set off to do this, we obviously we had plans and ambitions for it, but we never really thought about the relationships. 
Right. 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 We're like, we want to get the podcast off the ground and, you know, we have a point of view. Right. But we never thought that well, along the, guests, the way we you know. would make relationships with so, so many people. And, and like we said, I think in the last episode, whether it's Martha Darby or the girls from Mamas and Merlot to Darwin to Burger uh, Beast. Burger Beast. I mean, Martha Seth, Miami. Martha Miami. You know, I, mean, I mean, these I mean, are people that like we've gotten to know and we consider friends now. And, you know, some we're very close to. And these are people that, you know, at one point in time, this is not what we were thinking of when we no. set out to do this. And now it's like you know i can't imagine my life without burger beast yeah or what would, or, or my friday morning with steph from mamas and merlot texting me about our yeah. episode like yeah. oh my god what do you mean blah 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 like right yeah I, and no and also to the listeners i mean we we get like now in Croqueta Palooza, there was a bunch of people that yeah. came up to us and That's every now and humbling. then, you know, we'll have people that come up to us and they tell us, oh my God, you make my drive to work so much better and I look forward to you guys on Friday. I mean, at the end of the day, that's really what it's about and that's yeah. really what we set out to do was, you know, as we say, listen, laugh and learn. We want to give people a little thing they could learn of and, you know, maybe go and tell their friends and family, hey, um, pero let me tell you, I heard that. <laughs> but at the same time. <laughs> Laugh and where's somebody else's version of CBS Sunday morning? I know, right? <laughs> so, but that that was really the goal, and and you know we further what you know we plan on further expanding that in twenty. 20, 2020. But um, again, we could have not been here without the support of everybody who's listened to us yes. from day one when, you know, we had a reverb and <laughs> um, not as good equipment and no guests and nothing like that. So, yep. you know, all I want for Christmas is you guys. Yes. And so, you know what, guys? Last soda of 2019. We're going to go ahead and give it to you, our listeners, for yeah. being there f- with us from that first episode <laughs> to now. <laughs> to now. So we are going to take a break and we yep. will be back Friday, January 24th. Don't worry. Our Instagram is still going to be active and we're going to be. Yeah, you can't get rid of us. We're, we're going to be posting best of in the next, you know, throughout yep. the next month. And obviously when the new season comes around, we're going to be, you know, putting a lot of stuff on Instagram, you know, dropping the new season. And um, shameless plug. Keep an eye out for our merch link. Yes, um, yes. It, it's it's coming. It's it's a little slower than we had hoped, but it's coming. But it's coming. So everybody, again, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. We'll be back January twenty fourth, and we, you know, wish you guys nothing but health, prosperity, and wonderful, wonderful things. Not only through Christmas and the holidays, and through the new year. That's thank right, you, Ruben, everyone. Bueno, felicidades. Bye. Bye. It's If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 